0: Hello, and welcome to Random Cinema, where today we're going to talk about 2014's As Above, So Below, a fun little romp through the Paris catacombs. Oh, it's a cute little movie. Cute little movie. Uh, As always, I'm Andrew Dearborn, your starving archaeologist teacher. And I am Brendan Lumsden, your tour guide. (laughs) And uh, yeah, let's just get into it. Um, I love this fucking movie a lot. Uh, It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for me. <laughs> you want to see like, it? There's a fun. lot of <laughs> there's, uh, there's some issues with it that I found, especially like looking at it a little more critically this time. Yeah, well, don't backtrack. You said you love this movie.
1: You but love I, regardless,
0: this I do love this movie. Yeah, you're but like, I love uh, this movie. I love things, flaws and all. Though yeah.
1: I have never seen this movie, so I watched it for the first time a couple days ago. I had wanted to watch it for many years because I was like, I heard this thing's fucking terrifying. <laughs> And as a horror fan, I must say, it's
0: all right. <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I I personally never found it that, like, that terrifying of a movie. I get why it's a horror movie, and I would definitely class it as a horror movie. Yeah, well, yeah, it's a horror film. There's no to look at it. It's a to horror To be fair, movie. there's not a lot of films out there that, like, I find truly terrifying either, though, so. Yeah. There's, that's the thing with horror, though. It's kind of hard to find, like, a genuinely
1: scary horror movie. Cause I don't know, like, you, if you've seen enough horror films, you kind of know that, like, certain tropes get done really, you know, or get, or get done very quickly, you know, where, like, a lot of times it's like, okay, how are we going to reinvent the wheel of scary here? Or is it something, a trope I've seen before being done well? Or, on the worst-case scenario, a trope that you've seen many times before being done poorly yet again, you know? Yeah. But horror can surprise you. With this, this came out of the uh, the found footage, uh,
0: like, push of the, of the mid-2000s and on. Yeah, you know? um... It, it's uh, it's a good example of that genre. It's one of the better mm-hmm. examples of that genre, that's for sure. Um, I have a hard time like most I have a hard time classifying it within that genre, because I wouldn't class it as a mockumentary. I cross an owned footage horror, not yeah. a found footage horror. Well, lots because of times with found footage it's like there's a disclaimer being like these tapes were found. Yeah, yeah. In this they were like, this is uh, just a gallivant. Oh, no, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it seemed like the guy was like, I don't know if it was for class or what, but like he was definitely making a documentary. This does feel kind of like it was a, a student film that then ended up getting like
1: some funding and got a little more big pants. You know, it was like, all right, let's yeah. make a feature out of this fucking thing. That's fair, but for sure. but what's the rundown of this movie though? Give us like like the synopsis. It's pretty much
0: it's it's your standard the you know, the Coles Notes.
1: Yeah. Uh, I well, call it in horror terms It's the old uh, Teenagers in a can You know It's definitely like <laughs> it's
0: I like feel like it's definitely Young people go in and Fair to call it like A, a, a horror adventure Horror adventure, adventure Horror film Yeah um, Kind of Kind of like a little more horror than adventure. Like, The Mummy was a little more adventure than horror. It's true, it's true. It's Um, it's like,
1: we got something we got to go get. We're putting a team together. It's a callback, man. It's a callback. It's a callback. (laughs) Uh,
0: But yeah, basically it's about this uh, Indiana Jones... I I guess, sorry, I guess Lara Croft... uh, Relic Hunter, Tomb Raider type person. It's like Daughter of Jones. Yeah, (laughs) who uh, is looking for... Uh, the Philosopher's Stone, uh, which is always a fun MacGuffin. Why didn't Harry Potter show up in this? Yeah, though, so, like he's just like, hang on. Yeah, no shit. I, I don't
1: got so the fuck. I did not watch Harry Potter. Um, that's a lie. I have watched Harry Potter. I've watched eight I've of those watched, films. I've watched eight of those films with you. I, uh, I I know you've had. I dated a girl for a while where she was like, "Let's watch all the Harry Potter films." And you know what I discovered? There are eight of those fucking movies. and are
0: eight of them There's eight actually. Them. And they're ten all. Ten of them now. Yeah, and they're all, long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, As a fan of the books, I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's uh, you know it's an adventure film about a person looking for a mythical object. No, who... this is a found
1: footage horror film about a bunch of shitty people. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, they uh, to finish my synopsis of the film, mm. Brennan, yep. um, they look for the Philosopher's Stone. They realize it's buried in the catacombs of Paris in the tomb of Nicolas Flamel. And, uh, yeah, they hire a crew and promise them treasure and go spelunking, spelunking. through hell.
1: Well, they don't hire a crew. It's like she, it's her friend, right? Her buddy who's got a
0: camera and he's like, I'll go with you. No, no, the crew, uh, the the cave diving crew is. Oh right, right, okay. Yeah, she's giving them the any treasure they find because right. she just wants the stone. Well, that's the thing
1: too. Like I, this was like a, um, I like when I, for, when, I first saw like when I first saw the trailer for the trailer for this film, I, in my head I had this like green inferno, like cannibal holocaust kind of like. From the trailers, I saw like. Jungle and excavation, which like there's like, a snippet of that at the beginning of the movie where she's like being interviewed and like behind her is like like a you know a tomb I guess being excavated or,
0: or yeah it's an, right. it's an archaeological day yeah. for sure. and then
1: in the trailer they cut to like a bunch of really dark climbing through holes kind of like imagery and a lot of scary shit and some fast cuts and some ah you know and I was like okay this is like I'm gonna see some fucking body horror shit yeah like this is gonna be like Cannibal Holocaust them seems to get their fucking dick cut off like or you know yeah some crazy shit but And not to gripe on the film, because once I realized it was not exactly that kind
0: of jam. Yeah. You know. Very much so not that jam. It still was a decent movie. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I understand uh, you coming into it with an aspect like that, or Mm -hmm. an expectation, rather, Mm -hmm. of something like that. I wanted gore. And then seeing the movie that you got, which, yeah, like you admit, great movie still. But definitely not that kind of movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: This was more of like a. I almost I, reman- I almost want to say it's kind of like a an Evil Dead. You know, it's like a, Yeah. To quote Joe Bob, it's like spam in a can. You know, you just yeah. you throw a bunch of kids in a in a cabin and they don't come out. That's what it's supposed to be. And this is kind of that. It's like the catacombs are this like. That's the cabin in a sense. They all go in and you know they get yeah.
0: uh, they get trialed. They get they get pushed. Um. But yeah. No. it... it it's exactly that, and you get that sense of claustrophobia and that tightness and, like, so stuff tight. because it's, it's shot in the catacombs of Paris. Like, yeah, I didn't know that was a real It's a cave system, basically. Yeah, no, the, the catacombs are crazy. Like, it's basically a open-air graveyard you walk around in, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's, it's, an, it's a weird place. And, mm-hmm. like, uh, Papillon, their guide in this movie, says, like, people do weird shit there. Mm-hmm. like we mentioned uh, in our little pre-conversation there um, that red room yeah
1: the first inch of the catacombs and they walk up to yeah. the room of people chanting and they and, and I'm like I would not have continued down there if that was on the go yeah I would have also they would have popped my head in that room and like what are you guys doing yeah <laughs> You had some shrooms going on? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're on
0: oddly, here? for all of them being, like, naked women chanting yeah. in a red room, they're uh, all oddly calm with and a guy like, walking by with a, with a fairly large video camera yeah. lingering in their thing. It's like, oh,
1: Paris. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, it's man. Who cares?
0: Who cares? I guess I should backtrack a little bit. Um, yeah. I skipped a good chunk of their opening. But, like, well, first of all, I want to talk about the first scene. Okay. Which is like, a crazy exorcist, I get crazy exorcist feelings from because it kind of is, I don't know if anybody's seen the exorcist out there, little film, indie film heard, yeah, you guys remember no heard of the exorcist, exorcist. <laughs> um, but like, the opening of the exorcist, we see the father, we see Father Merrick on a dig and digging out the yeah. little, the Bilal statue or, and, true. and stuff and we, we get that same sense here you know, the main character is entering the forbidden underground temple where she finds this giant carving this is cursed yeah, um, it's, it's this it's giant cursed. carving that's basically the Rosetta Stone of how to read the information to get to the fucking next stone um, and I get such crazy Exorcist feels Because like When she's running When they're blowing up the thing You see like This person hanging mm-hmm. And like You pretty much know Right away it's her dad Because the guy Leading her down there Is like I'm sorry your dad hung himself <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're, And he comes Like this hanging body Comes back again And again It's true Like yeah but, I, was, I was gonna say uh,
1: I thought Because of the opening scene From this movie That we were going to be watching The found footage mummy movie Oh yeah And it's not a mummy it is not a mummy. And I would have actually been more down for a mummy. That would have been cool, actually. <laughs> I would have been, right? Yeah. I would have been like, fuck, this is awesome. You know, but like... And, and also then, would have been really neat timing. Yeah, I would have been like, we just talked to the mummy. Yeah, and this is like found footage mummy movie. But it's not... It's more like found footage exorcism. Well, yeah. found... I don't know. Found footage... I'm, I'm gonna... Well, without ruining it, but keep going.
0: Yeah. Keep going. We're jumping ahead. Yeah. Well, that, that leads me to the thing. Like, she's recording... She sets up this theme of like the small recording, like the using a small video camera, yeah, uh, because she's like filming herself doing this and stuff. Anyway, sh- she meets this documentary guy. They start making a documentary together about like her quest for the mm-hmm. for the al or for the philosopher stone, which leads her to George, another very highly trained person who's very young. That scene really bugged me when he's interviewing her in the beginning of the movie about her skills. Mm. And she rattles off how many doctorates she has, how many languages she speaks, how many different like martial arts she knows and all the sciences and stuff she knows. And I'm like, You're (laughs) twenty-two. Yeah. (laughs) That's a lot of knowledge for this specific thing for a for like a twenty two year old person.
1: Yeah. It was like, oh wow, this is an interesting video game character you've picked for this. Look at all of their immense skills. Pretty much. So when you when you end up coming coming across a bunch of dangerous things, you're going to be very capable. We call that plot armor. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I did feel that when that when she starts rattling off her resume, I was like, okay, you yeah. know, all right. We're like, you know. I think that's a thing in horror films that really bugs me too. Is like I horror is a realm for the everyman. It's a realm for the average Joe characters. It's it's meant for people that are unremarkable to have to go through crazy remarkable shit. Yeah. It's not super cop. Like it, it that's the thing like with Resident Evil that bugs me. I'm gonna veer off here, sorry, but with Resident Evil, it's like it's super soldiers fighting zombies. There's nothing interesting yeah. about that to me. Yeah. You know? When it it's supposed to be like like if she was just like, you know, just an archaeologist, you know, that, yep. that has this itch that's got to know, I, you know, but she's a little bit like Laura Croft. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a actually little bit. Straight up, she's Laura
0: Croft. Obviously. Yeah, she's pretty much Laura Croft, and then she meets, you know, James Bond, and uh, this is horror uncharted. Yeah, that's, what this is. Ooh, yeah. that's actually not a bad uh, not a bad analogy. Um, but then she meets George, like, who's like cameraman, right? No, he's the the guy in the tower, the clock tower.
1: Oh, that guy. Yeah, right, yeah,
0: the guy who. Yeah, Um, well done horror. Who's fixing? Who's like fixing the clock tower that hasn't, you know, chimed for two hundred years? Because a twenty-three-year-old undergrad could totally. Oh yeah. A lot of white saviors in this movie. Yeah, a lot of white saviors in this movie. Interesting. Um, But through their knowledge of what she found in the first cave, um, it leads them to the Paris catacombs. Mm -hmm. She finds, and they find by looking at maps and shit that they have to get into a section that's roped off, mm-hmm. um, they go and check it out, there's a creepy dude who's like, you should go see Papillon, he's the best guy ever, and then they turn around and he disappeared, <laughs> um, but then they go and meet him in the fucking nightclub, um, and there's this cool scene with the creepy chick, um, I do think when they did it, it's like, go
1: see Papillon, and he disappears, I remember it, sitting in my room being like, oh, he's Batman yeah he Batman. them <laughs> it's like when you batman someone in a horror film it's either going to be scary or silly yeah <laughs> no he
0: definitely Batman them but like then they go see him at the club and like the fuckery continues because like the cam- he focuses like um, Benji their cameraman uh, focuses on this chick who's wearing all white but looks like really gone as they leave the club and he like she like hardcore stares back and then, like, he, he follows her through a window as yeah. they into the club. And then he moves to the next window where she has, like, like a fraction of a second to continue. And then she's already on the other side of the window. Like, she moved impossibly far. You know, and I'm just like, why are you not being like, hey, dude, like, hey, guys, check this shit out. Like, if it was me, I'd be like, Brennan, look at this fucking crazy thing I just recorded. <laughs> and, yeah. then, and then it doesn't twig when he sees her again in the creepy red room. Which leads me to believe Benji and her fucking... <laughs> <and> <laughs> 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 so like
1: he knows her and she's just like kinkishly popping in once in a while her. so he's just like yeah. yeah my girlfriend's hanging out we do this thing <laughs> and it's like and we like, do this thing where we pretend to yeah. not know each other that's here. why like really she locks hot. eyes with the camera like three times and it's just yeah. like waits and he's
0: like man what's going on every time I'm you see sure. her <laughs> <laughs> every time you see her she stares at yeah. the camera and yeah. he's
1: not like Man, that's just freaky chick that like keeps. No, it's just they're fucking. <laughs> it's Paris. People are weird out there. Like, we're oh. throwing a hole in the ground. She's like, Oh,
0: I'll bring my LARPers. We're we're gonna pretty be much chanting. Like, they they sit and they talk with Papillon about like getting a guy down into the. That's thing. true. And then the next shot is them it's getting like, all, going all going together. To get, to
1: go down there. Is there gold?
0: It's like, There's treasure.
1: Oh, there's treasure. Yeah. Right, you can have all the treasure. I can have all the treasure. Let's go. Yeah. I was like, Oh, really? All right.
0: Basically, yeah. That's basically their driving factor is the yeah. gold that's there. Yeah, which doesn't exist. Yeah. Oh, no, it does. It, yeah, but they can't get it. That's true.
1: Yeah. I guess I'm jumping ahead, but you remember when... Right. We're jumping all over, but whatever. Well, when... Look, I was just as surprised when there were golden the Okay, <laughs> I was like, no way there's really
0: gold. Anyway. <laughs> um, Again, it should have been a mummy movie. As, as much as I love this movie, I feel like we're jumping around a lot because... It's, it's a couple of different kinds of movies like yeah. it's a straight up heist adventure movie until they get underground then it's like a comedy of errors until they get like farther underground then it's like a scary hell ride. Yeah. And then there's that last 20 minutes where it's them getting back out of hell where you're like, oh, I've already seen all this. Yeah,
1: it's
0: fair. You know? I
1: think also, though, like I know like, you love this movie and you've watched this movie really many do. times. Where I, I know my, I'm shit-talking a little bit, but I do, do love this, this movie. It's my first impression of the film. I've seen it once. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, I basically was like, I had my board of yeah. horror tropes ready to go. <laughs> like, like, which oh. ones we going to? Horror and trope like, bingo? Yeah, basically. That's what I was doing. And I was like, impress me. Evil Dead in, in the sand. Yeah. You know? But it was it was all right. It was not bad. I am jumping all over the place though because I'm yep. trying to ferret jokes into it. But continue.
0: Yeah. Um, then they then there's the gearing up scene in the van. Yep. Where we meet the sixth member of our party. A yeah, random curly haired guy. <laughs> random curly haired with a kid who's really very well trained with a camera. Yeah. Wait, with a kid? He's a kid? Yeah. That's why. That's like his. Big thing at the end of the movie. Oh, he's got a yeah. kid. He has a kid. He's never seen.
1: Oh, I like forgot um, immediately that guy's credentials as a
0: character as, soon as he was introduced. So I was like, I yeah. hope curly
1: hair fuck gets killed fast. Well,
0: you were expecting none. You were expecting none of them to make it out. So yeah,
1: like I. That's what. Can I just be honest and say that's what I wanted?
0: Yeah. Like I was like, all right. So these
1: characters are not ex- like they they fit the, the mold of like the horror troupe. It's like yeah. the, like each character is sort of like. They're, they're interesting, but they're also a little bit like Nails on a Chalkboard. And I was like, okay, that's a horror thing. These characters, you're, like, eventually you're going to want to watch them die. Yeah. You know, and there's going to be a point where you're going to start seeing these people pop off. And you're like, oh, yeah, annoying fuck's dead, idiot's dead. But then, like, I don't know. They don't all die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Spoiler warning, not me. everyone dies. <laughs> I got pissed off and I noticed some people living a little longer than they should. Yeah. I was like, we're at the 80 minute mark. Why are there three of you still pumping? What's two going thirds, on here? Two th- should be the one people... of you and the audience should be empathizing with that isolated feeling of alone. Yeah. But instead we got two buddies to bounce off our thoughts. Two thirds of anyway. the
0: two thirds of the people who survive. I'm like, okay, I get that. They yeah. have plot armor. The, last, the other guy, I'm just like, wow, really? Yeah, like, what's this, what's this guy? Just fucking, even if the two of them survived, it would have been better. Yeah. But, anyways, back to them before they even get into the ground. Then loading up, they go in. There's a really cool scene where Papling only just gets, like, tackled out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, that's their, like, the first real sense of, like, action or energy in, their, in the mm-hmm. thing that makes it, like, oh, they're not just shooting a documentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and that happens probably, I think, about a half hour in. Um, and the police, like, tackle him, because, like, it is dangerous to go into the catacombs and, like, those smartest sections... Smartest cop ever, he's like,
1: I'm not going there.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, uh, the sections that are roped off are roped off for a reason, and, like, it's really easy to get lost and die down there and shit. So I get where the cops are there, but you're 100% right. Like, he threw one smoke bomb and then, like, dove down the hole and was like, he's not gonna follow us. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I don't fucking blame him. Yeah, like, <laughs> you're You're the tunnels problem now.
1: Well, he probably was <laughs> like, like, he had a bomb. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, like the cop was probably like, either I call in extra people, and we go into the spooky tunnel.
0: Yeah. Or I just let him go. And the cop probably was like,
1: you're fucked, yeah. Beelzebub's got you. Yeah, I don't need backup, like, Yeah, you guys are
0: fucked. But it's immediately after that where uh, they find your LARPing group, as you like to call them. Because it's a bunch, yeah. It's a bunch, of like we mentioned earlier, it's a bunch of like... It's like 25 people in a room. Yeah, and all of them naked, Yeah, all of them wearing like stark white paint on their bodies. And the room is like lit by this like ghastly red glow. Yeah. And they're chanting this haunting, haunting chant, which immediately like racks up the tension. Um, and Benji's just walking by with his huge shoulder-mounted camera and just stops and like films them yeah. for like ten seconds. Gets a nice fucking zoom in, yeah. focus pull on them. You know, you're like, oh okay. And then the person leading, like, whips their head around and stares at him right when they're reaching a crescendo. Yeah. And like it's the chick from the club, and then he keeps walking. And then, Pap is the Papillon. is just like, yeah, people do weird shit down here. Yeah, pretty and much. That's, much that's, just that's like it. Everyone's okay with hardcore, that. You know, <laughs> everyone's like, yeah, Paris is hardcore. Um, and then, yeah, and then they're kicking around the tunnels, then trying to get to the place where they need to like decide where they go, mm-hmm. um, and then shortly after that is like this really, like, one of the best scenes, especially one of the best horror scenes in this whole movie, Yeah, and that's Benji getting stuck as they're trying to crawl through this massive pile of bones to get from one section to another, Um, and then he just has, like, a panic attack, freaking out, Because he's like suddenly claustrophobic and can't move, and yeah, so that's one of the most terrifying moments in that whole movie. Because like you feel it.
1: Yeah, you're supposed to feel like the fear from the claustrophobia, you know. And like that's for me, that's when I thought like, okay, this is the movie's gonna be mostly kind of like this. It's them being stuck in a place they don't know that well. Things are getting weird, and they're like, they're and they're, you know, sort of. Basically spelunking without spelunking, right? Yeah. You know, and like, yeah. For me, like, I compared it to to the Descent a lot. Where like, the, the Descent in this film, I thought were very similar films, but I can tell they veer off about forty five minutes in and become very different movies. Yeah. But like, I want. I guess I was expecting more of that claustrophobic element, but in this scene, they do it really, like, really, really well. Yeah. You know, or like I could tell, like, you know, they were going for more of that kind of vibe, and like with that one character who, you know, he he, he played it really well. I got confused in the scene, though, because I, th- I thought they the bones were sinking. Oh, okay. And so he was, like, worried that if the, the more he kept moving, the more the bones were going to start sinking around him.
0: okay. But I didn't realize it was, a, it, was a, it was a panic attack he was having. But now that makes sense. Yeah. Well, the way that the camera is like that, I'm sure he felt like that, too. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, remember, he's, like, he's already, like, a couple dozen feet underground.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: As that well as, like like you probably only have it's probably only a gap of about two feet like just enough that where like a guy lying on a a guy about our size probably yeah no five foot five ten to six two and like 200 to 250 pounds like sure he's got like his gear and stuff but like he still fit through a pretty good space and then he gets stuck and starts freaking out. Like, I don't blame him either, but, like, yeah. it's not ground that he's stuck against, right? It's a huge, like, two-mile-long pit of bones. Yeah. <laughs> two miles? Or, like, however long it is. Like, I was going to be like, man, that was fucked. Two miles. Oh, <laughs> there are, like, there's probably enough bones to go more than two miles in there. Like, there's centuries of bones in the catacombs. That's true. They're, it's, it's the, a graveyard basically it's one of the things about spelunking that freaks me out of it like people like die all
1: the time like crawling in like in, in caverns and not even realizing they'll be look, be crawling for like two or three hours in one direction eventually they yeah. like, hit a dead end and they're like oh I'm gonna die in here I yeah. can't go backwards yeah. like that shit freaks me the fuck out
0: and that's that's like <laughs> the driving that's the driving terror in this film yeah uh, is that sense of like and they mention it a couple of they mention it when they're gearing up and stuff they're like you know if you're out of batteries for your flashlights you're dead yeah. You run out of food, you're dead. You run out of water, you're dead. Yeah, Like, those are the three things you run out of your fuck down there. Because you're in an underground cave system. Like, they're all man-made, Yeah, but it's an like underground cave system. Um, after that scene, and I feel like that's probably the point, that's probably about the same point in The Descent where shit starts going down. I haven't seen it, but I'm assuming it's probably about the same point. I'd say you should watch The Descent, my friend, especially after this. <laughs> it, it, it's about 45 minutes in when that scene happens. And then instead of them starting to die off, like they would in, like, say The Descent, that's when they yeah. start, like, going crazy. Like, they enter a fucky realm at that point. Because, like, first of all, they spent all that time climbing, and then they come out exactly where they went in. Yeah. Um, and it was a straight line, so they know they didn't turn. And then the only way for them to really go is the place that everybody except for the, except for like the two people who are driving the thing forward, like George and, and for lack of a better name, Ray, because I forget her real name. Sure. Um, Laura Croft. Yeah, Laura sure. Croft. There, um, they go into a place where all of the Splunkers that are with them, all of their guards are like, "We're not going there because yeah. everybody who goes in there dies." Yeah, that and was then like. Then they all go in.
1: <laughs> that's like one thing about this movie they did really well is that there's a rule in horror where like if a character's like, like that George guy was like, I'm not going in the hole. I'm not going with you guys down. Yeah. I'm like, you're going in the hole. The minute <laughs> you, know? you say,
0: the minute you say you're not going in the hole, you're going in the yeah. fucking hole.
1: And then when they were like, oh, we can't go down this one way. That's a bad way. People don't come out of there. They have people have be been down that way and they die. And I'm like, we're going in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like it's a horror thing. It's like. Yeah. Like, when you show something and go like, oh, be wary of this one place, your character's gonna end up in that place in the last act probably. Yeah. Like that's how that works. And they did that well for this, where it was like every time someone said, I'm not doing that, they're gonna go they're going in the hall, motherfucker. Oh.
0: And then I <laughs> yeah. love that I love that the example that they use of like, we're not going down there, is their buddy the mole or whatever, went down there and never came back. Yeah. Who's the first person they meet when they go down there? It's like, Hello. Yeah. <laughs> he pops out of nowhere and they're like, Oh my god, we haven't seen you in two years. Yeah. And hey. it's like hey. That
1: that part grated me, where I was like, I wish he didn't say that. Yeah. I wish they would've just been like, you haven't seen him in a while. It's weird. Like we went down there and we lost track of him we thought maybe he just didn't want to like talk to us anymore. Where have you been? Instead of like, I haven't seen you in two years, because it was kind of that like, (gasps) what's going on here isn't what you'd expect. I was like, "Oh, come on, can we not have told me that? Yeah. Yeah, but that's just me. Because I was like, okay, well this guy's been down, he hasn't been down here two years. Yeah. This guy is clearly like a, a supernatural entity who then
0: is like yeah. anyway. he becomes the guide yeah for like a minute yeah and he's like well no he leads them to where they need to go but like he's clearly like it immediately something is up with him beside the fact that yeah you guys haven't seen him for two years he has no flashlight no food no water Yeah. you guys know he should be dead <laughs> like, so you're guys. like oh my god cool um, he's not
1: he's not acting that comforting too he's kind of like
0: <sighs> yeah he's like hardly talking to them first of all but he's not reacting to like them shining a light at him which i mean he was in a sealed-off section of cave for, of a catacomb for two, two years, years with no flashlight. He'd be pretty sensitive to light, man. Yeah. Um. And then like he did the thing that the chick did in the club, where like they turn a corner and he's already at the other end of a hallway, like way farther oh, down yeah. than he should be. That's right. He's like, I teleport now. Yeah. And George uh, Benjamin's like, How did he get over there so fast? Well, yeah, he's fucking undead, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which, which, I have a question that I'm going to ask, but we have to cover some more so that people understand. Um, he, he starts guiding them through basically a series of other caverns and stuff. They get to the room that they're looking for, they find the gold, then the, they go for the gold, and it trimmer, it triggers like a, a cave-in, basically. Yeah. yeah, it's like a booby trap. And then... Because they say that, they're like,
1: it's booby trap! And everything switches.
0: Yeah, and then like they they have to try to start finding their way out and then they basically are doing everything they already just did like yes yeah. slightly in the reverse so they figure out that they to get out they have to go down they have to keep going down to go up basically yeah that's when she says the line that's when she says the title of the movie
1: yeah she's like as below so are.
0: as above so below and i'm, I'm just like, like
1: she like, said <laughs> it yeah i definitely had that moment too rose like it's like oh i said the part of them they said the title we're in we're in the movie now yeah um but yeah, then there's like... I think the thing too is like, you don't, you don't, like, there's no finite map of where they're going. So as a viewer, you don't, you're not given information as to like how lost they really are. Where they seem to have a good idea of where they're going. So there's sort of like that, that bit of like, I could never really tell how far they were going or how deep they were going. There was no real representation of that because everything yeah. was so claustrophobic. And it was usually, this, it, it felt like the same cobbled hallway most of the time. I was kind of like I don't. Yeah. I have no reference point to how deep we are. There's a 1.1 character was like we're definitely at least 10 feet deep. And in my head, I was
0: like, 10 feet's not that deep. No, mm. you're there's like a, under the street right now. There's a point later on where George, I think, I, um, I guess around this point when they find that there's a part where they find that big drop where like Benji fucks up his hands. Oh yeah. Um, before they quote unquote like enter hell. Mm-hmm. Um, they get to the hell gate. Yeah. Um, and then when they get to that point again in their descent like to try to find the exit. Yeah um, I think that's when George is like When they throw the rope down they're like that's got to be another 150 feet putting us at so many hundreds of feet down and I'm like That's an unbelievable number of how deep in the <laughs> earth you are. Oh, and he just did that quick physics in his head too. Yeah. So he's like that must be exact. Well, that's one of his many many skills, right? Yeah Many nah. of the 23 year old skills. Yes,
1: I know um, that's. <laughs> this moment's like Like
0: that so I'm Like come on Yeah it's like how do you know that Yeah like whatever man <laughs> um, But yeah then You know they find their philosopher's stone And they start like trying to figure out their way out um, And then they find They find a, a tunnel that they have to go down It's the mm-hmm. only way out of the room And carved above it in Latin Is like Abandon hope all you who enter here or Whatever the line oh, yeah. from Dante's Inferno is and I'm just like, can you just like stop hitting me in the face with, like, the obvious dick of hell? Like, this is obviously hell. You entered hell a while ago. Yeah, Like, they fuck want off. To, they want you to be
1: God-fearing <laughs> when you go into this movie. Yeah. I
0: and mean, every ten
1: minutes they're like, we're, we're dealing with the Bible here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, the fear of, of Christ compels you. Also, grab a map, tourist. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's like, oh. Yeah, and then they have to start, you know, finding their way out. Yeah. Um, and then they start dying off. Which yeah. is when it gets really interesting. Yeah, this
1: one was like, Okay, sweet, we're at the like, like the red shirts have now punched their ticket, it's time. I wanna see some gore, let's get some blood going. And like a little bit. The first death is super brutal. Yeah, and I thought it was like that set a bar for like, alright, we're gonna we're gonna see some weird shit now. Yeah. We're watching people we get ripped apart, we're gonna see some like ritual sacrifice-y shit, we're gonna see some fucking
0: crazy shit. And like we saw a car. Yeah. Well then like <laughs> at that point, like the mole beating Kathleen girlfriend to death like so graphically in that yeah. like really quick shot where he just like smacks her head like three yeah. times against the ground really hard and before they get her off and stuff which she's clearly fucking dead. Yeah, you're like,
1: oh, I wonder if she'll get up. It just like
0: <laughs> it just like breaks this like kind of I want to say. And that guy just monotony. pieces out of there, right? They're like he's gone. Yeah, he, he never disappears comes back. after that. Um, I don't know. The film is like very much so like. It's a documentary, and then it becomes like a documentary of errors and like interest, and then that like snaps it out of that. Like it becomes Blair Witch. Yeah, it's less dry. Yeah, it's less of a like slow burn. That's when they start turning the heat up, and then like yeah, then Papillon dies. Yeah. He gets sucked into the car with his feet dangling out after Yeah, which, that was pretty funny, I have to admit. That was <laughs> right pretty funny for me. I was like, that is... He's straight out of the fucking earth.
1: It's like, here, yeah, they needed to confirm the dead body, so they had to show his feet. Yeah. I'm like, okay, but it was
0: a little silly, but it works. It's, I mean, they do a good job confirming that he's dead. Like, you you can tell immediately, like... Yeah, he's it, not getting out He's there. dead. Yeah, he like, he's not coming out of the stone floor. <laughs> yeah, it's basically, you. he gets sucked into this car by the guy who tells them to go find Papillon. Yeah. Earlier in the film, by the way which I, lo- I took me until this viewing to catch um, but like he hauls him into this burning car and then he gets like sucked into the earth and then all that's left is like the last like from like halfway down his calf to like the end of his foot yeah. he's like sticking out and it's like it's clearly like there's no way he's survived but they all try to pull him out anyway yeah, I'm let's like,
1: try to save him like he's not the sword and the stone kay? yeah he's fucked
0: <laughs> um and then I think my favorite death of the three that we see is Benji because the lady that he's like creepily films with his camera comes back. Chickie's fucking clearly. And in his that camera. is one of the that is like another one of like the scary shots because like he's helping them get down this really f- deep hole like the one that he the one that's like hundreds of feet deep that he like fucked his hands up on yeah. in their earthly climb through it. And, like, he sets the camera up so that it's facing him. And it's one of the few times that the camera is set up that way. Mm-hmm. And he has his back to the entrance of the room where they came in. And you see, like, there's a, they haven't seen anybody at this point for hours. And, like, nobody else is, is down there as far as we know. Because they're already in hell, apparently. Um, and then the chick walks by and she stares at the camera. Mm-hmm. And, like, you hear the chanting come up. And he like starts freaking out because for me, I thought that was just like chanting on the soundtrack, but he makes a he comments that he can hear it, and he starts like freaking out. He's like, "Oh, was there? Was there? Was there?" And then he's like, "Okay, there can't, there's nobody there." And then you see her come again, and then it cuts to them at the bottom of the hole. we like, "Benji, you can come down now." Yeah. And then it's just he just drops. Yeah. Yeah. And like the chick tries to revive, him and they're like, "No, he's dead. Like he just fell 200 feet down a stone hole onto yeah. a stone floor.
1: <laughs> like, he's very dead."
0: But that's like one of the other like really terrifying shots because she just crosses so quickly.
1: Yeah. Well, that guy was like, as an actor too, that guy was really good at like, like, um, what's it called, reacting to like the horror environment he was in. Yeah. Like, as a performer. So like, no offense to the rest of the cast, but when this guy dies off, it's like all of a sudden they're all just really collected yeah um, how horrible things are happening to them like she's just like we're definitely getting fucked with by demonic forces but it's okay because I'm me and I'm like all right and she does this like victory lap 3 fucking times to save everybody's ass which bugged me
0: oh but, yeah well then like from that point on like they're actually like showing you actually see demons and yeah. stuff like you are 100% sure that they are literally in hell yeah um the hellgate and they're trying to get out and that's when... Who knew the trip to hell was in Paris? Yeah, no when shit, the- eh? Hell's in Paris, guys. Um, my favorite... my One of my favorite scenes from when they're in hell, other than the Benjis, Benjis' death, is <laughs> one that I know you thought was silly. Um, but when they're like... They're running from these demons that finally notice them. Because I'm like you guys are the only ones using flashlights in hell. There's like, the loudest thing in there too. Yeah. Like they're like, they're
1: screaming and they're panting and they're running. Yeah. They're the loudest thing in there.
0: But I just love that they're all like... sleepy demons to be like, see the fucking spazzes running down fucking yeah. sector four? I just love that like, you pass, like they pass all these like demons and these horrifying looking creatures that are like half embedded in walls and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they like, they finally get to a spot where they feel a little safe and they start trying to catch their breath. And then the demons burst through the wall. <laughs> yeah. Um, which I thought was neat, but I'm also like, why did you think you were safe? Because there were, like, faces in the wall that you guys commented on, and then you were like, okay, yeah, okay but we're good.
1: Remember <laughs> in Army of Darkness when Ash is in the pit, and then, like, that weird thing comes out of, like, the dead egg out of the wall, and it's like, oh, Like, that's where my brain went yeah. when he jumped out of the wall. I was like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't help Because then, like, they're only dangerous for that moment. Yeah. And then every time you see these things again when she does her victory lap, she basically just fucking... Like sucker punches them each yeah. time to run by, and I'm like, so they were never that dangerous.
0: Well, yeah, they're not. You know? They're like a surprise. Yeah, they're it's like. Ah! like <laughs> I kind of equate it to. Did you ever see Jim Carrey's uh, movie, The Number 23? Oh yeah. Yeah, I feel, and like I know because I tried. That is a movie that was really good the first time, but you can never watch it again. Once yeah, you know I the agree. ending, yeah, that movie is is done for. Yeah,
1: you. once you know what happens, you're kinda of like, oh. All right, well. And that's
0: kinda of my thing with these guys, is like once they use that one surprise attack, where yeah. they pop out of the walls, then you're expecting it. Now they're just like regular people. Yeah. Also, don't understand why they're all wearing like monk robes? Yeah. Why are demons wearing robes? Because it's the Vatican.
1: It's
0: not though. Yeah, it's totally the Vatican. Didn't you know like
1: <sighs> Catholicism is about demonic possession, okay? Didn't you know that? But the Vatican <laughs> <Exodus>? Italy, exorcist? <laughs> oh that's true. What's in France?
0: The catacomb? The, right. <laughs> that doesn't help. The Eiffel Tower? Yeah, um, of Christ! I... But yeah, it, but that that leads to them attacking them, like, George's throat gets ripped out or gets bitten, and then she, like, tries to heal him, but it doesn't work because she realizes like, the stone him. is wrong, um, and then she speedruns hell twice. Yeah. which should get... have that,
1: <laughs> that George guy should have, like... They should have been trying to cover up his neck wound, he should have been like for it for a bit, and then yeah. they should have had to have been forced to crawl through another tight space and he should have just like bled out and died in the middle of it. Yeah. And then be like, I have to go
0: back. Or like, he's or like barely or something. Like that would have been really that yeah. would have led him more interesting, but like it was literally just her. And she runs back there super quick.
1: She makes the entire movie's journey look like they could have hoofed it.
0: Yeah. She makes And that bugs me. She makes the entire journey like because this movie is all about these people making this really shitty crawl to this room then having to do literally the same crawl again. But upside down. But upside down, yeah, but basically kind of semi-reversed. Um, and she does it, and it's something that takes them like hours and hours, obviously, but she does it in like... 10 minutes she's Henry Baratheon's. that shit just sprints it yeah like even even in movie time which I know is off a little bit like she had to know that she would be able to make it fairly quickly because that's a pretty big fucking bite wound and he's gonna like bleed pretty quickly Mm -hmm. so she has to be fairly confident that she can make it there and back in like half an hour at the most right
1: yeah and she does
0: it yeah, oh yeah, hell yeah, she does she, she does kind of turn into, like, and I'm not
1: trying to knock the fact that, like, there are horror movie heroes that do this, that, like, rise to the occasion and show that they have sort of, like, in-movie in, in movie universe kind of, like, supernatural abilities to handle this kind of shit. Like, Ash, like, Bruce Campbell's Ash in the Evil Dead is, like, as a character, is able to survive a lot of things you shouldn't be able to do. Yeah. But like, because he's the main character he can. Uh, like, Laurie Strode from the fucking Halloween films, you know, like, she's just a woman. You know, she's just a person. You know what I mean? But she's able to be the direct nemesis to Michael Myers in almost every film that she appears in him. And it seems to be on a level where she can compete with him and, and, and stay ahead of him. You know what I mean? Which is, that's cool, you know? And I understand there are horror movie characters that do this, that are able to rise to the occasion. The thing, the gripe that I have with this is, this chick does not earn this. <laughs> no. She just acquires it out of nowhere because she's the
0: main character. And I'm like, what? Yeah. It, it, as it, much it, as I love this movie, the ending of this movie has never sat right with me yeah like that part in particular like the 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 final ending and stuff i'm totally okay with but her speed running hell and then finding out that she that the alchemy like the the philosopher's stone is like her like she became through this process she became the philosopher's stone i'm like fuck off there's a little bit like a like a like a level up like she's like super saiyan and, and I was like,
1: okay, so you're, you know, like, I imagine they were building up for what would be a much more
0: action-oriented sequel, <laughs> Yeah, I think. I don't, yeah, so, yeah you know I have no what I mean? idea what the thought process was there. And it's not even that, like, she becomes the stone. I think she just, like, she realizes how she can do magic. Mm-hmm. Which, like, makes, like, the Philosopher's Stone is the ability to do magic, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, that's do you, stupid. Do you worry the filmmakers when they realized they had
1: this character? They were like, okay, well, we don't want to make her a weak main character. We want her to be this, like, like driving, like, strength force, right? Because, like, her, her father failed to do this. So yeah. we're going to have her conquer her father's journey, right? But do you feel like they were nervous that they didn't want to write a weak character? So they made her, they overcorrected and kind of made her more capable than they should have. So, like, to the audience, they're like, wow, she's really, like, just rolling a lot of natural 20s in the end of this, huh? Yeah. like, as a, as a horror main character, she's not struggling a lot in the last twenty. I get
0: you, yeah. You know? Um, If you apply a thing like Cabin in the Woods yeah. to her character, I 100% agree with you. She uh, she very much so doesn't, like, earn it. But, I mean, this movie doesn't follow, yeah. like, that that typical plot of, like, yeah. Even having Cabin, the whore and the joker and, yeah. and
1: the nerd and stuff. Even with Cabin in the Woods, too. Like, the characters that survived at the end of that film, like, they are, like, falling apart
0: yeah <laughs> well Empire and movie, they like. don't and like not to spoil the movie we have, we're we not talking about but they don't yeah. really survive either no they don't, I, don't I actually watched the end of that movie the other day and yeah. I was like it was on I, I was love like
1: that movie. I know I love Captain
0: America um, but back to the movie we're talking about yeah um no, you could. That that's not a bad take away from this, 100. Yeah. Because like she has some she's some under she's pretty overpowered. Like she's fairly OP.
1: Yeah, and they try to convince you of her abilities at the beginning of the film. They're like all these doctorates and all these yeah. and
0: martial arts training and shit. And I was like, oh
1: okay, so they need to explain why she can uppercut the fucking weird monkey guys at the end <laughs> with no problems. I'm like, oh yeah, because she's training Taekwon fucking Yeah, <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> or ninjitsu or tai- whatever. i like, that's yeah. fair, but like you know like. Uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm like, just going too hard
0: on it, but I just I don't know. I feel like she, these. I get having. I get that she would have some self defense training for sure. The type of job that she does and stuff, and like who like her her dad was in the was doing the same type of thing, so he would have helped her along and stuff. I get that, but at the same time, I'm just like, you are ridiculously trained. Yeah. And he even comments okay. like Benji comments on that, and it feels like wow, that's quite a list for such a young person. Yeah. Um. I mean, all in all, again, you know, this is a good horror movie, and I love it. Um, I think, I think I'm realizing, watch, having watched it for like this is like my tenth or twelfth time watching it. Yeah. Um, I love specific parts of this movie, mm-hmm. and I over when I'm thinking about it when I'm not watching it, I gloss over the parts that aren't that good, mm-hmm. like the ending. For me, like the ending left a really sour taste in my mouth. <laughs> not, not just the like another anywhere like most of them die or whatever would have been cool too I just hate the MacGuffin that like the power was in me all along <laughs> and like you the speed the running of you. hell really upsets me because it like throws off my expectations of like the distances that they traveled mm-hmm. I'm like you guys like really made a mountain out of a molehill here like you really made a meal of this climb because yeah. it took her 10 minutes by herself You know. I think they should have just like should have went for broke and just said fuck it let's
1: torture these like three main or these three characters from the last 15 minutes and like let's really fuck them up instead of kind of having them like I felt that they were gonna succeed before it happened like I was like the last 10 minutes I'm like they're gonna make it out they're gonna be okay and I was like no man suicide squad they should have like all died and she should have made it out psychologically broken yeah and like never to be the same and to know like her journey was like the only reason that she succeeded her father was the fact that she's not dead you know but that's just me. I wanted to see them tor- I wanted that classic, like all the, the young people go into the cabin and they don't come out. You know, I wanted, I wanted that. And I guess when I realized that we weren't going to get that, I got a little bummed out.
0: That's fair. So I was like,
1: torture these people.
0: Yeah, that's a horror movie. Where's the horror? It was an oddly happy ending. A little bit. Which um, they all,
1: they all hug it out at the end. Yeah, there's a moment for us as the hug. audience to like to also relax. Yeah, there's no final, which in a horror film you're supposed to get that last little like that yeah. last sting, that last oh fuck I feel uneasy as I leave the theater now. We're like in this, they're hot, they're in a group hug at the end of the movie.
0: Yeah, and I was like, no, come on. The uh, the last thing I really want to talk about with this movie is one of the last shots, which I think is one of the coolest in the movie, is when they're actually getting out of like the whole situation, and they like. Moving the manhole, they don't know it's a manhole at the time, I think, but like because of the way that they are, they're coming at it with like gravity is reverse, mm-hmm. right? So like they have to push the manhole down and then slide it over, and then they have to like go out and hook themselves in because mm-hmm. they're like fighting gravity and stuff. Like I really liked it; I thought it was really cool, especially when they set the the working larger camera out onto the cement first and it's upside down. Mm-hmm. And stuff because when they write the camera, that's when you feel like the war, like they're back on Earth. Yeah, they, and they cross just, that street in the middle of Paris.
1: Yeah, they're like I think you can. Oh, you probably can't see the Eiffel Tower, but it feels like they're somewhere in the center of the city. Yeah, well, like not like well populated at another time of the day.
0: I feel I like know. there's a landmark around. I feel like yeah. they're either by Notre, Notre Dame or something, something or like the Arc de Triomphe or something. Like there's a notable. Landmark around.
1: I would be curious to see or to hear like do, like like a commentary about this movie from the from the creators or something, because maybe there was an issue with rating. Maybe like they weren't going to get as many screens if the, the ender was if the ending was going to be a bigger downer. Like if they were yeah. going to get a hard R, they wouldn't be able to have been shown around Paris maybe or something as much. Or like maybe they, they had to commit to getting like a more audience friendly rating in the end. That's why they yeah. think the ending is more of an up, upbeat
0: yeah that's, you know, that's think, a fair idea it could have
1: had to do with a release thing because it seems like it's an internationally funded and cast film yeah you know it's, it's not an American movie it's like an American money but like but made in Paris with like yeah. that kind of crew and like that's cool and like it could have been more of a logistic thing as to why the movie ends up having a happier tone at the end but like as a horror purist I wanted to be horrified yeah. by the end of the film I was very chill I was calm yeah. I was like oh I, I went on a nice little ride but uh, came back to center and for horror I want to be when the credits roll I want to still be left uncomfortable
0: yeah, you know, that's like fair.
1: like midsummer.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> you know? that's and that's also that's the problem with the genre as a whole, though. Yeah. Is like what you find terrifying that would leave you like that, isn't the same thing that would leave me like that, right? Fair, fair. And fair. there are totally people who would have had such a hard time watching this movie because they're claustrophobic, yeah. or whatever. And I totally get that, but like Which for I me, I just was I I wasn't terrified by anything. There were some jump scares that got me, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, overall, like, this wasn't, like, a terrifying horror movie for me. <sighs> Sorry, there's a big hand there.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no I, yeah, I feel that, you know, and I guess um, I, I think that, like, for me, it is a good horror film. It is a, if you were, um, I'd say if you were a horror fan that likes to watch horror-like films around this time of the year, is a good choice. Yeah. It's a solid choice. If you're, like, a long-time horror aficionado, you've probably seen this movie. Yeah. And it ranks, mm-hmm. you know, in a moderate realm, I'd say, when it comes to horror films. Like, for me, I wouldn't say I would never watch this again. I'd watch yeah. this with a group of people, yeah. probably. But privately, I wouldn't watch it again. But I think it overall hit some tropes and did them well. Um, for me, my only personal gripe with it was the fact that it has a little bit more of a, um, um, a biblical overtone. Yeah. And I think that's the only thing about it that kind of rubs me off. Like, that sounded wrong. That sounded that so r- wrong. rubs me the wrong way. Because for me, I'm kind of like, ah, I'm not always into supernatural stories.
0: It uh, it definitely centers on those ideas. Like it plays a lot into alchemy, and like mm-hmm. you have to you have to talk about the church, and you have to talk about like the ideas of the afterlife and stuff like that. When when they're talking about what they're talking about, so like I get feeling like that, but also I'm mean, it also just doesn't it doesn't like work like it doesn't have to be that. Yeah, yeah, as, like, exactly. Like it, I think too. This is the kind of film that would um, pair.
1: Excuse me, sir so it would pair well with if you're watching a lot of like uh, possession style films. Yeah, like, And see, that's my jam. That's that's yeah. my my genre of horror that scares me. Yeah, the most like if, if you were hitting up like so. The Exorcism of Emily Emily Rose and like The Exorcist Part One through Three, yeah. then this would be a really good pairing with that style of movies you're watching right now. You'd be like, cool, that fits in with the theme. Yeah, you know, we're like, I could see people accidentally throwing this in with like The Descent, yeah. <laughs> being yeah. like, we're gonna watch as so as, or as above so below and The Descent Part One and Two, and be like, oh, those were different movies. Yeah, you know, we're like, you could easily get thrown off. Like for me, I went into this being like, yeah. Yeah. I want to watch some weird ass tribal body horror <laughs> shit I want to see some gore I want to see some get their entrails pulled out it's going to be fucked it. nope no it wasn't that it was you know it was it was a different kind of horror experience one that is done successfully I think I think that it, it this movie had a lot of weight to it when it first came out for being pretty fucking scary and I'd say that's pretty accurate for the yeah. type of film and for when it was released no you know, totally where like found footage style horror is something that's kind of now turned into more of the mockumentary style horror comedy like, that's kind of where that's sort of branched into now with, like with the modernity of that genre. But, you know, like, yeah. like, what we do in the shadows pretty much said if we're going to do horror <laughs> or mockumentary, it's going to be comedy. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it just took it when that's it now. No, you know, 100%. Um, we're like, Blair Witch and this would also fall hand in hand. Yeah. Like, you can tell that this film was like... I know, I'm sorry, I'm going on a locked tangent. I never watched but, Blair Witch. I thought it was... I, I rewatched watched Blair Witch. Uh, I've seen it twice. I've seen Blair Witch twice. And the first time was when I was twelve. And yeah. it was terrifying, as although very confusing to watch. And then I watched it again, like, two years ago, and I was like, it is a pretty bare-bones film because it came out, like, 20 years back. Yeah. But, like, I liked it. I liked it. And I think it's, like, there is still a place for found-footage-style films, and this falls in the same realm of, like, if The Exorcist and Blair Witch Project had a love child, this is what that movie is.
0: Yeah. You know? That's a that's a fair explanation, or a fair description of it. That's um, what I rant over, so it yeah. was a nice little five-minute spit. The... But- the question that I'm always left with, and I think you're meant to be left with, is when did they actually enter hell? Because there's a few pretty prime candidates, right? There's when Benji be- has his panic attack is one is the first real one, because that's when that's after that point is when they have to enter mm-hmm. like the sealed off section, and that's when they find the guide, the mole there. Um, then there's also There's a part where there's a loud Like trumpet Like deafening trumpet mm-hmm. Which that could also signify Like the entrance into hell And then there's the abandoning hope All you who enter here gate think, Which is definitely like Smack in the face that you're entering hell I think it's uh when the fuzz pushes them into the hole <laughs> no. No. I actually think that's like, a fair that's uh, that's a hundred percent a possibility yeah. too they could enter they could be entering hell as soon as they get down there, yeah,
1: I think like when I knew something was different was when. They're going through the bone tunnel. Yeah. And then when they come out the bone tunnel, they're in the same room they've started in. And they're like, Do yeah. you go in a circle. I was like, they're already, they've already passed a threshold where like they're, they're already in a realm where there is like a master control that's guiding where they go. Yeah. You know? Like I can already tell that's like a thing. And I'm like, okay. So they've all, they've, but then when you mention that their buddy or like somebody is like, go find Papillon, he'll bring you through. Like, like at that point, they're already being guided by some exterior force. Yeah. Which like, I would have liked if there would have been a twist at the end of this film where, like, everything's going poorly and there's, like, the three of them left. And then she just reveals that she's, like, in order to acquire the stone, I had to give up some sacrifices. And, like, being, like she was in on it and led them down there for the whole yeah. he killed. And, like, she was then to be, like, inducted into their weird
0: little cult. Yeah. Like, I think that would have been a cool twist. But, again,
1: that's not the movie they were going for.
0: Yeah. yeah. I felt, like, along that lines, though, I feel and felt actually, like, like, her and George knew at one point that they were treading a path that wasn't um they were entering a path that wasn't good and that was leading them down a place yeah. that was dangerous and that like not dangerous in the sense of like a cave system but more dangerous than even their guide knows Yeah, and I really I reached a point in my head where I'm like they know they're about to enter hell that's why they that's why they know what they're doing and that's why they know the things that they that they know. Yeah. It's because they know where that path leads and they haven't told anybody that. Yeah. Like, it would have
1: been cool to find out, like, more about her dad's journey trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Um, or something like that where you find out that her dad actually had a crew of people with him and, like, yeah. she didn't let her buddies know that, like, it's not just her dad that didn't make it out, like, those other people didn't make it out either, and it's yeah. like she knows that there's a lot of danger to this, and it's just not telling them. Yeah. It could be kind of cool if she was kind of a liar of omission. Yeah. You know, where, like, you find out that she's not just this, like, basically the super heroine. Yeah. It's like this, like, super powerful main character that by the end is just able to rule all these natural 20s. It would have been cool to find out that she was a little bit more of a, like, a little more of a horror hero in the sense that she's like a, uh, want to say horror herald, but there's, like, there's characters that reveal themselves to be, like, Accomplices Like, almost like... Yeah, no, like, I know what you mean. Even main characters that reveal that they're, that they're, like... That they're in on it, yeah. yeah. they're in on it. And I would have liked to have seen that from her. And to be like, oh, yeah. she, her, like, over-education... Not to spoil a
0: 50, 60-year-old film, but, like, Rosemary's Baby. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the husband exactly. knew yeah. what yeah. was you know? going on the whole time. Yeah, so. yeah.
1: you know? And, like, uh, it would have been cool to have her, like... It, it would have justified all of her training, too. To be like, oh, she's got, like, yeah. a bunch of doctorates, and she's, like, martial arts training. It, if they were to show that she also is, like, this cutthroat that wants to get... Like wants to get the stone, like no matter what, to show that she's not this pure character. That would have been, I would have been like, oh okay, yeah, I like this character. I mean, like she's kind of an asshole, you know. Like and that is like more of a staple with horror heroes. Sometimes is like, like Ash for instance is like, like from Evil Dead. Ash is on paper a piece of shit oh yeah like he's a, he's just a shitty person and he's only a hero because of of the forces he takes on you know but you're not meant to really think of him as the kind of guy you want to kick it with yeah <laughs> you know we're like this chick she's attractive she's intelligent she's empathetic she's a natural leader she's a uh, martial arts trained she's a scholar I'm like okay what level is your fucking d and d character bro you know what I mean like it's just a little a little too convenient
0: I think yeah um I just find...
1: But on the other hand there aren't enough female characters like her <laughs> or so maybe I should just retract my point.
0: <laughs> that's fair but at the same time like she's like we said early but, in the film like she's super overpowered. Yeah stuff. she's OP as hell. I just feel So's like so though. I feel like he had I feel like the people who wrote this film had a really neat idea of a film they wanted to shoot in the catacombs mm-hmm. and then they just didn't know how they wanted to end it. Yeah. And then they came up with this like happy MacGuffin filled ending and that was that was it. Mm-hmm. Like that's my only real like ripe with this movie is the ending like where she like heals george and like has to speed around hell and stuff yeah i hate that like, like the last like 15 ish minutes before they like before that cool final shot when they make it out it's just like trash to me like it's it's filler like it, it, i feel
1: like the writers made a decision to be like we're going to have them succeed they're going to make it
0: yeah, and there was no way that like half of them were gonna make it out. Yeah,
1: and so they, they wrote a, a very rushed way to make the ending work, I think. Oh But just checking the time everybody. Fifty five minutes, not bad. Not bad. I feel like we're
0: I feel like we could probably cut some stuff out. Oh probably, yeah. But yeah, um to wrap it up. Fuck this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> to wrap it up. Like I like this movie. Uh, it's one of my favorite horror movies. I definitely understand why you wouldn't be a huge fan of it or speak super highly of it, considering you went into it thinking it was a different yeah. type of movie. I'd say that this isn't like
1: this isn't my um, it doesn't go on a list of like of, of like horror films that I'm going to recommend to people overly. But I think as a, as subjectively as a horror film in review, I liked what I saw. Yeah, but I it's oh, not sure. it's not something I think I'm gonna watch again alone. I'd watch it with a group of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's it become a social viewing for me. Where I'd be like, Oh, I've seen this. There's some parts of this. Let's check it out. And I'd crack a beer and be like, We're gonna watch As Above, <laughs> So Below. You know, kind of like how you know when people get together and watch Midsummer and they've seen it a couple of times over already. They're like, They know they're why they're watching. Oh, it. I watched know? that while I want to have a panic attack? I know, right? It's, but <laughs> but As Above, So Below. Um,
0: yeah, I uh, I would say watch it. Yeah, uh, I would. I would definitely agree with you. Uh, definitely watch it because it yeah. remains one of my favorite horror films.
1: It remains a horror film I have never seen.
0: <laughs> All right, time to choose our next film. Yeah, I guess I, we we definitely talked a lot longer
1: about this movie than I thought we were going to. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's not how you do that, anyway. There you go. All right, what movie am I going to pick this uh, time? Am I gonna break the streak of the alternations? Oh. oh, oh. Well, this is technically
1: we're recording around the Halloween season, so I hope it's not spooky. It's this spooky season.
0: Oh. Well, it's another one of my Thirteenth Warrior. Thirteenth Warrior. Thirteenth Warrior. Antonio Warrior's Banderas. Nice I'm into that. Um, not not a horror movie. It's got some That's moments. I've man. never seen it all the way through. So. Really?
1: Yeah. That's shocking. To this me. will be fun.
0: Yeah, I uh, again one of my favorite movies, so I'm stoked. Cool. Well, I'm pumped to see this. Yeah, um, well, that, that's it for this episode. Yeah. Uh, I remain Andrew.
1: I have crossed over to the other side and now kick with Beelzebub
0: as Brenovan. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween, guys.
1: Happy Halloween!